Hello and welcome to the Aligned Leader Podcast. I'm Daniel Jordi and I'm your host. And on the Aligned Leader, we feature some of the most cutting-edge technology CEOs and digital executives in Switzerland in order to empower next-generation entrepreneurs to cut their learning curve and in order to establish Switzerland as a global digital innovation hub. Welcome to the show today. We have Ruven Loyener today on the show, who is the head of product development at NZZ, the Neue Zürcher Zeitung. And I'm very excited to talk to you about, um, well, a couple of things, digital transformation in printing, in newspapers, uh, but probably a lot more than just that. So let's dive right into your story. I'd love to learn a bit more about you. Uh, who is Ruven and uh, what's your story that got you to where you are today? Oh, that's we we can talk that about that forever, I guess. But um, let's 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 make it a bit short. I don't know. Um, that that starts um very early, I guess. Um, very early in the in the things like um early in the nineties, I think I was one of the first at my school having a pager. I don't know who is familiar with that still. And and I remember being the first um at my school having a mobile phone. And, and, and retrospective wise, um, this, this, this is something, you know, like when, when you dive into like these new things and adapt it very quickly. Um, I remember myself being in the, in that space. Um, I, I love that very much and, and, and using this stuff and, and just, 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 I, I was loving it. So, so this, this was a big thing. Um, um, I, I, I was managing director for a music club. Um, before I was 20. So, so that was kind of the first entrepreneurial instinct kind of. So, so that, that's where I got that love from. And, and then when we step a bit ahead, um, I was having an own company during my university time. So that was like the, the true spirit of building web applications, websites and everything. And then um, after that, I, I, I jumped into like jobs, uh, as you and me like would, would say, the real jobs. I don't know about, but but um, because it was always like besides university, when I had my startup, it was still a bit different. Um, when you jump into the the, the, the real life of um, being uh, having a job at the company, or whatever, that that changes some things. But but this is like the story where, where I would go through um, the, the last years, and 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 here I am at the moment, I'm working for NZZ, as you said. Love, love, love that. So, um, so I mean, so you've been always sort of like a tech pioneer a little bit with a pager, uh, with uh, the mobile phone. <laughs> Just like testing new things, you know, seeing like, hey, how, you know, how does that work? What, what, what can I do with it? Um, so it's interesting. Like when I talk to people like you, you know, digital people, so to say, um, there's always that common theme. You know, they, they were always sort of like, uh, they, got, they got involved in stuff where other people went like, what is that, magic? <laughs> like that mobile phone thing like what is that or computers what internet what do you have an email address and stuff like that so it's always sort of a, a common theme there a red a red, uh, a red threat i would say uh, it's really interesting now um i'm curious i'm always curious about this so you know you're 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 now leading this product development at at nzz you did other things before uh entrepreneurial ventures as well so, I mean, is there a common thread in your life that you say, well, you know, when I get up in the morning, that's really what gets me up in the morning. That's the, that's the reason why I do what I do every day. Is there, is there a common thread there for you? I don't know. I mean, I would say that, that for, for me, um, 
I need to love what I do. And, and, and if, if I start not loving what I do, um, I get a hard time getting up in the morning and, and then I'm, 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 I'm starting quitting my job internally. And, and I'm, I'm always the one even, I mean, everyone loves free time and me time and everything. But honestly, I, I'm not afraid or I don't, um, like, um, or I like on a Sunday evening, go to work the next day. Honestly, I can say that. And, and I love to go get up in the morning because it's, it's what we do here and what I did at other jobs. It was always really interesting and it kept, kept my brain alive and, and I, I learned new things and, and I had fun. And, and honestly, this is a very important part as well. Having fun with the team, building a high performance team, um, um, working with new methodologies, new processes, educate yourself on a nano level all the time, every day, just a bit and doing on the other side that the other educations in, a, in, in like, like I'm doing a master's in a business master's as well, like doing everything, like keeping yourself alive. I think this, this is the thing that gets me up every day. And, and, and I would hate um, to know what I do when I get up in the morning. So, so I have a, a little plan. I have some, I try to avoid to have my, 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 um, my calendar full during the day. Um, so I have a few things I know normally. So to today, for example, um, one of my employees invited me for an for a early meeting at quarter past seven in a cafe in Zurich. Well, let's do that. Um, so, so it's cool. You never know what happens. And, and that's, that's a cool thing. I, I love that, you know, I, and I think it's such a notion that sometimes gets, uh, gets lost. So I want to stay there for, for a second, you know, this, this idea um, of, of, you know, really loving what you do. And there's lots of, you know, um, conceptual stuff out there that talks about this, you know, find your passion and stuff like that, which is sort of like going, going into this area of, well, find your passion somewhere out there. But I think it's really not about that. I mean, I think it's more about talking to people like you, which are really just engaged. You know, there's this idea of engagement, disengagement at work and, and, and things like that. And I mean, when I first talked to you, I mean, there was just this pure energy already in the call. I mean, it's, 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 you know, it's, it's amazing to see somebody in a role where they just completely thrive and completely, um, you know, um, are alive, like you said it. Right. And, uh, I mean, some of the pointers you mentioned there, I think that could be interesting for people to also ponder about a little bit is this notion of curiosity constant growth, being really engaged, um, but not having a simple job or, 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 you know, having stuff too simple or too easy because you want to keep your brain alive. You want to make sure it's engaged. It's, 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 it's engaged in solving problems. It's engaged in really doing proactive things. And uh, it's not just, you know, assemb just assembly line work or just stuff where you move, you know, stuff from one Excel sheet into another, but it's really creative work, engaged work, and uh, I find that really inspiring talking to you. You know, what you said is totally right. But I, I just want to admit that, that um, there are people who do creative work and then there are the ones doing more the analytical work. And, and both is very, very um, interesting and, and both needs to be done. So um, I have people in my team, they're very creative. They do the design sprints and everything. But on the other hand side, I have people, they're just doing the analysis work where they do questionnaires and um, stuff like this. So I think you need to combine both because the more that the analytic people, if, if you put them in a room, they will analyze, 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 analyze. 
and the ones doing creative stuff, they will go over there and try to find some new cool button and never come back. So I think this, this must be a bit aligned. So, so, so I, I have a bit of both and I try to have both in my team. So, so it, it has come some friction points, but that, that's, that's, that's exactly what I want. So um, I, I do a lot of inspirational stuff um, because I get inspired by all these people in here and, and in the, what happens in the world. Um, but I think you need, need to have that um, aligned both. It's, it's very important. And, and, and I just wanted to say that because, um, because extrovert people and doing creative stuff, they're all, um, yeah, these are the cool people. But um, the ones who are introverts and, and doing analytical stuff is at least important. I mean, that's, that's the role of leadership. I mean, that's why we need more people like you, you know, because you're, you're the bridge between those two worlds that sometimes have a hard time of working with each other and even working by themselves, right? And that's, yeah. I see that as a, as a major uh, role of leadership, you know, just like, just like you do. So um, absolutely agree because, you know, there's, there's uh, I mean, everybody should focus on their strengths and there's no point in, you know, I mean, when I say creative, I don't necessarily mean, um, creative in a sense of always coming up with new ideas or, or like artist things or something like that. What I really mean by creative is focusing on your innate abilities because we're, we all have that. And some people are creative in an analytical sense. Others are creative in an artistic sense. Others are completely differently uh, artistic in, in a more, um, you know, physical machinery sense. And uh, that's what I, that's what I meant there. So, Love your, um, love your point. So that's why we need more leaders like you who build those bridges between those different uh, worlds and, 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 and allow each other to learn from each other and, and, and build those bridges. So totally love that. Now, I know you're engaged at uh, NZZ, uh, doing some really cool stuff. Um, you told me last time about what, you're, um, what you've been up to already and what you're up to now. So, you know, uh, honestly, for the first time, when I, uh, you know, look at NZZ, it doesn't look like the most innovative company from the outside. But what you shared last time just completely blew my mind. So I want to dive a little bit into that. What's most exciting right now? What are you working on? And what have you been working on over the past couple of years? Um, maybe the company from the outside looks, I just look at myself and, and it might be as gray as, as my sweater. I don't know. I, I mean, for, from the outside, it, it's not the shiny and, and, and the most energetic uh, company. And, and um, I was asked to join the company a few, few years back, three years back. And, and I think I wouldn't have um, joined the company if I wouldn't have known people in there where I knew that these people are very fast forward. Um, and in the last three years, a lot of things changed in, in, this, in this house, in this um, building. Um, we, we developed um, new digital products. So um, in the last three years, I think, we, I think we launched six digital products um, for um, new customers, um, for, for existing customers and everything. So, so strategically rebuilding every single uh, digital product we have. And, and doing that, we in parallel build everything um, platform-wise. Um, so, so everything is in the platform. So at the moment, I would say we did our homework the last years and, and now we're ready to play. Um, that was a hard bit. It was not only like building products and, and shipping them. It's not, it was not always, not, not only like doing a good platform that, that is scalable. 
um, I think is as well the management is 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 extremely cool. I would say because they they allow everyone um, to to learn um, and to 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 do more than they, they they are expected to do, and that's why I would say we are as fast as we are at the moment. Um, even though from the outside perspective, it's always slow. Um, progress is, is never as fast as, as people want them to have. But I think um, if, if you do your stuff right, um, do the groundwork, do your homework, and then you can stay, scale, build, play, and everything. So, so we are at the edge of, of like um, being able to do that. And besides that, um, we introduced um, new methodologies. Like we do design sprints, we do design thinking, we do user-centric design, we do data-driven um, uh, decisions. So, so that is a, as well a cultural change. What what happened? And and I'm I'm really proud. Um, it's it's not only a team doing that; it's a management allowing this to do. So it's 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 both sides. It's like um, the management trusted us to do something. We delivered value, so we get a more more trust. And so like it 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 hired our our um, level of of collaboration. And and I think this this is is the most important thing. Every time. Um, I have um, um, job hire um, and talks with, with people. They always uh, walk out and say, wow, I, I, I didn't think that you are so super modern from the outside perspective, you're definitely not. And, 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 and we need to work on that definitely. So, so we need to attract people who, who, who are in the digital space um, and we need them. So um, we need to change our, our outside perspective or outside picture there a lot. Now, I, I, I love that. Thank you for sharing that. And also sharing the inside perspective, which is always really valuable. Now, you kind of like lent, went a little bit into it, but I want to stay there and dive a little bit more into this. Um, and my question is, how do, you, how do you drive digital change? How do you drive change like what you've been driving in a company that, you know, hasn't been incredibly digital in the past? And because there's so many companies out there that struggle with this, right? And you mentioned a couple of um, things in terms of methodologies, in terms of where to start, in terms of culture. But maybe we can dive a little bit into it. What, what were some of the biggest challenges that you faced along the way and how did you overcome them? If you could just maybe just maybe pick one or two that you feel were the biggest ones. I mean, there, there, there are many challenges, honestly. I mean, um, of, of course. And, and um, when I when I started that job um, and and I knew what what job I I I, I have and and what what my tasks are um, in the future, I just realized that that it's impossible to do that job um, with the old methodologies we had. So um, the way you collaborate, the way you work together as a project manager, and then you have a designer, and then you have a concept guy or whatever. So so all that stuff um, that didn't work out. So we, we were completely inefficient. Um, we had um, people who were not motivated because um, there was uh, 100 steerings about this and then um, they had to go and, and fight for a very small thing with these people and everything. So, so I knew that, that, that there needs to be a change. And um, as, I, as I, when we started with it, um, I introduced a few new things like a stage gate innovation process that helped like getting through a project and, and I introduced like the customer centricity and, and, and honestly customer centricity is something um, 
everyone has hanging on their walls and everyone says yeah, we are very focused um, on our customers but to really really do it from the first idea to the last execution um, to kill your own ideas um, and, and, and go through that process and, and that, 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 is, that, that is a change. And, and if, if I would answer that question, it, it's like do it on a small scale and just do it. Um, um, I have currently a project where everyone in-house said, no way, uh, we don't want to do that, we have no time for that or um, I don't know, it, I, I don't think it's a good idea. And, and we did um, a, a personalized weather forecast um, out of data, so kind of robotization. So, so we produce text out of data, and we did go from idea to working web prototype in in less than eight weeks. So, everything we do at the moment is just do, and and then um, we we build a culture in my team um, where everyone takes responsibility, where people have passion, and 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 I support um every knowledge they can get somewhere. And I think this, this like got the dice rolling. I don't know, like people looked at us and said, you, you, you have a cool team and, and you, cool, you, do cool, you do cool stuff. And, and this is just how we started. And we, we're just doers, we're shapers. And, and, and that is now spilling over. I think people are, 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 are seeing that, not the management, all other teams. And, and, we are very, very willed to share every knowledge we have. We are willed to, to embrace. We, we do workshops with everyone. Uh, we facilitate workshops. And, and I think it's about own knowledge, but it's as well about sharing um, and, and, and doing stuff, uh, even though everyone says no, 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 no. I mean, there's so, so many... That, that's, yeah. There's so many golden nuggets in there. I mean, one of them is... Uh, there's so many. Where do I start? I mean, one one of them is uh, uh, really just not looking just at your garden and saying, okay, I have a job. Uh, let me just do that job. But I mean, you're spilling into the entire company because of your energy, because of the passion, because of the drive. So what you do is you not only do that yourself, but you build a team with that passion, with that drive, with who wants to take responsibility, wants to do more than just what they're given. And uh, I mean, that ripples and it ripples exponentially. And it's a culture shift. It's a mindset set shift, um, and it's just. Uh, but it's also a shift in leadership. Like, how do you how do you lead people? How do you engage people in a different way? Or maybe it's not engaging people and saying, "Okay, you're loyal if I pay you twenty percent more than the competition." Maybe there's a different factor that is more important, right? Which is engagement, passion, fun stuff, you know, and 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 really aligning people's um, people's goals with the company's goals, and you know, it's stuff that everybody talks about, but very few. Leaders and organizations have really figured out how, how to go about it because there's no there's no game plan there's no there's no map there's no blueprint it's just like there's no leadership blueprint it's just there's every 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 person has their own DNA and because of that there's no blueprint because you know uh, leadership is something from a it's it's a very personal thing it's a very personality driven thing and uh, absolutely and and you know there there are a few things you you, you can choose take in and, and use like the processes, the models, um, um, if, whatever, if you do customer development or whatever you do. So you can read a lot of stuff. So, so everything is out there and, and, and then you just need to do it. And, and need to do it sounds so bad, I know, but um, just do the stuff. Just start doing, just start doing without someone asks you to do that. 
and and as as this this small prototype i don't know where this goes to maybe no one will like it we start now user testing for for four weeks and maybe after that four weeks every one of our users say no that's boring no one waiting for that and we're going to kill that but um I don't know how many prototypes we need to build until we find the secret sauce or until we find something valuable for our users. And that's the thing, like exploring, doing, and sharing. And, and, and that's, that's all what we do. Literally, this, this is the secret sauce of things. And, and, and I, I can easily share that because um, I want everyone to be part of it. And I want everything, everyone in here, in Switzerland, in that company, uh, in, in the industry or outside the industry, I think we need to collaborate more um, with all together and, and bringing Switzerland a bit, bit more, uh, bring them more into an advanced um, uh, way. And I think we, we, we need to collaborate more and, and share more knowledge and, and share more thoughts. So, so that's, that I'm, I'm totally persuaded by that. You speak from my heart and obviously you know that. <laughs> um, so, so this is really exciting. Um, so I want to dive a little bit into the, into the future. We, we mentioned a couple of things before in terms of what you're working on, where, where things are heading. Um, maybe we can take it on, a, on, a, on an industry level a little bit um, and talk about printing and, and newspaper and things like that. I mean, there's, you know, there, uh, I think it was a couple of years ago, there was this idea, you know, in a couple of years, there will be no more newspapers. Everybody will have these flexible, um, these flexible uh, iPads. Personalized. Bendable, exactly. They're like newspapers, but they're completely digital. You can read them from both sides or whatever. Um, obviously, we're not really there yet. It's a bit more like minority report um, idea, right? But it's still a little bit more into the uh, future. So what's, uh, what's your perspective? So do you think paper will go away? Do you think um, things like that will go away? Do you think the printing industry will be dead uh, from, a, from a newspaper perspective? Or do you think it's going to be more like a hybrid or like, where do you see things going the next couple of years? What's your perspective? Mm. I think um, for the newspaper and print, I would say it will still decrease in the, in the next, I would say three to five years to a level um, where the attention level is. So, so that will go down. Um, um, so, so there will be less advertising spent on that. So that's definitely, that's for sure. And, and we're, we know that and we, we pre prepare for that. Um, but I am, I'm very persuaded um, that people need media and they need independent media to, to make um, judgments. Um, and, and I think media is needed um, as well for, as a gatekeeper to a certain extent to know what is important and what's, what's less important. And, and um, so, so, I'm pretty sure that is needed um, um, in every country. And I hope that every country has at least three to four media companies, big media companies, where people can like use them all and, and have, they, 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 all media companies have, have a known perspective on a certain topic. And if you read more of them, you get like different perspectives. And, and I think then it's, it's really easy for you to get, yes, I'm, I'm believing in this or, or that, 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 that is my opinion on that. So, so that, that's very important. And I hope this is still going to exist. Um, but there, there are a lot of things like um, is, is going against that. So the advertising market is really hard. Um, I do not believe that media companies are going to solely survive on, on online advertising. And 
out of like personalization um, efforts made by social media and everything. Um, it's, it's, it's the voice of the smaller um, will, will not get an, enough attention. And, and I truly believe it's not about the big media companies only. They need to do still a good job and, and, and do the right things. But um, we need to have a, as well smaller news sites, microbloggings and everything. I, I'm, 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 I'm pretty sure that, that this has to be a really good coexistence. Um, we have a lot of efforts here in Switzerland with, with smaller, um, it's not publishing houses, it's more like smaller news sites. And, and I love to see that. Um, but I love that this kind, or I hope that this kind of economic uh, or internet or digital economics where people are willing to pay um, for a good service and for a good experience for high quality content, even though it's really, really hard to get what high quality journalism really is, um, that people are tending to, to pay for that and, and that we can have some kind of a sustainability. Um, but I would not cry out all the time as, 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 um, as many do, like telling, oh my God, people need to buy from media because otherwise the media will not be there any, any, anymore. I think we need to do a really, really good job in the future. Our journalists need to do a good job. We need to, to build the most excellent services and products ever been built in the market. We need to have that good experience as a Spotify experience you have with, with music. So there's a lot to do. Um, journalism is still needed. Um, you can't uh, copy that with AI. Um, so, so there will always be there. And there will be a challenge on social media and, and on smaller sites as well. But um, I still hope, um, and there is hope, that um, these media companies are going to survive. And I'm, I'm really, really hardworking for that because, as I said you once, um, I think it's a cool purpose to work um, for truth, to fight for truth. And, and, and that's why I'm, I'm, I'm still here because I think it's really important to work for a company or work for someone who's doing that. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I would, would work for a yogurt company or a beer company too. But I think this, this purpose in a media company like NZZ is just unbeatable, I would say. I love that. So basically what you're saying is, uh, um, I mean, media itself obviously won't go away. It's just that maybe the role of media will be different. Um, and obviously the revenue model and things will be very different, very likely will be very different. Um, it's not just, uh, like it used to be, um, you know, digitization used to be, let's take our offline model and put it online. <laughs> <laughs> well, that didn't really work so well. <laughs> no, no, not really, not really. And, and make it like free for everyone. doesn't really make sense as well. So, so I think, um, Text is so easy to digitalize, um, and, 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 and no one could see that coming in the early, early 2000s. So that's okay. But um, we need to do our job. Um, and, and people like, like the New York Times, um, I, I don't like to, to name it all the time because it's so big and, and they're doing a really good job. And, and sometimes you can't adapt it to Switzerland or to Europe. But um, I think they're, they're doing a good job on the product side, but they're doing a very good job as well on the journalistic side. And I think it's, it's, it's for, for a company like this, it's, this, this is valuable and, and people are realizing it. And that's why they dive more and more into this subscription there. And I think we need to go the same, same way. And then um, the survival of the companies is, is not totally fixed, but it's going into the right direction.
Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So I'm, I'm curious from a media perspective, what do you think media as an industry needs over the next couple of years to really make that shift? Oh, I don't know. Um, I would say a lot of stuff um, who is needed, um, we will not be able to, 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 to make that happen. So, so people, um, people are more and more willed to spend uh, money online, like for Netflix and Spotify and everything. So, so this is the kind of economy we can't really push. So we, 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 can, we can gather from that, that people are more and more willed to do that. But um, we need to, to, to do our job there as well. And, and, and internally, I think we need to stick to that high journalistic values. Um, for example, we are all the time slower than anyone else here in Switzerland. But this is the case because we always have to have two sources telling a story. And if you, before you push out something, we're going to check. We're going to fact check. And I think this, this, these values um, are becoming more and more, more important as being the first, but being the first who has the, the things right. And I think we need to stick to that to, to set the bar really high so people still trust us. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great input there. Um, now, I, I also love to hear from your personal side, you know, in your role, um, what would be some of the things if you had access to them would make, um, you know, your work easier or more efficient or more effortless? Mm, I think time travel would be a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly. Um, as for, for me, when, when I look back what we did the last years and, and um, when I see what helped me all the time was having a really good network around me. Like when I had a problem, I could call people, people would help me um, or would, would, would forward me to anyone who, who had the same problem and can share stuff. So, so I think network for me is, is a really important thing. And the second thing um, is that, that, um, that we need to have the smartest people on earth, the people who are, are willed to work and, and they're passionate to work and, and they want to, to, to go forward. And I think network and, and finding the right people is something uh, we, we, we need because we need to scale. We, we need to have people that challenge our assumptions and everything. So, so, so I think these two things um, are needed in, in the next years because we are going into a transformation. Um, we, we need to get um, more efficient. Um, we need to scale differently as we did. Um, other companies are faster than we are. So, so there's a lot of stuff to come over the next years. But I think um, having the right people on board, either as, a, uh, as an employee or as a network, um, I believe will help us to go through that. I, I love that. So two things you mentioned that I picked out there is uh, amazing talent is one thing. And the other thing is that exchange with peers that you can, you know, you can call up, people pick up your phone, pick up the phone and, and say, yes, you know, let's, let's, let's share, let's exchange, let's talk about this. Uh, and the other, way, the other way around as well, you know, which is a peer-to-peer -peer exchange. Mm -hmm. So uh, I mean, I, I go to very selected venues. Um, I, I used to go to a lot of stuff, but I go to selected meetups. I go to selected festivals or events where you, you, you meet not only mind, same-minded people as well, but you meet people who are in a totally different industry. Um, I was, I think, this, this, this October or September, I was for the first time um, in a in news media, news media festival 
because I avoid this because it doesn't really help me. I, I like to go to other industry to see what they're facing and then I can like change and, and, or see what, I, what, what we can gather from that. So um, this is really important, I guess. It is huge, yeah. I mean, having that diversity, um, and I think that is, that is key in terms of exchanging with others. It's not just within your own bubble, but actually breaking out of that bubble because that's really, I mean, what is innovation at the end of the day? It's not stuff that happens within one field or one industry. It's when different worlds come together under the same umbrella. So uh, yeah. love, love, love that. Now, um, where, what's a good place for people to, uh, to connect with you, uh, to learn more about you, to learn more about what the company is up to maybe? What are some digital places to, to connect? First of all, I want to mention the non-digital place because I don't know. I, can, um, I don't know if you, see, you can see that. that that's just the Sechseleutenplatz. So um, if, if you ever around Sechseleutenplatz, uh, in winter you can uh, throw a snowball to my window um, or, or you could just call me. You can go, go to, the, to, the, to the nice ladies uh, at the entrance and ask for my name. So, so just come in. Um, I, I will take my time to have a coffee with anyone who wants to have a chat with me. Um, otherwise, um, you can find me on LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, Medium, whatever. So it's really, really easy to find. And um, I'm always here to have a chat, um, to have my views challenged, um, to get ideas, uh, get new ideas um, developed. So, so always here. Uh, I would love to, to, to know every other story. So I'm really happy to answer everything. I love that offline aspect uh, that you just added to the online world. <laughs> so we're going to link to uh, the, the online places down here, the offline place you should, you should mention, which is pretty easy to get to uh, in Zurich. So thank you so much for sharing your perspective, your insights. Really appreciate it. Thank you for being on the show. Thanks for listening to The Aligned Leader. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe so you get full access to all the newly released episodes every Wednesday. Do you have any topics that you would like us to cover? Then send us an email to daniel at leadersbridge.org and we'll work on it. And if you'd like to learn more about our initiatives, for example, like the CEO Collaboration Day, head over to leadersbridge.org.